My ideal applicant for a job at Bolts Media is a festival-loving, avid recycler, journaling, college graduate, maybe even with blue hair. If you plan to grow your business, you can't do it alone. Hiring and retaining superstars is critical to the success of your company. Listen to this episode to hear our tips and strategies for hiring a team of winners. If you enjoy the Miss Biz podcast, but still have questions or need advice, we have some exciting news for you. Join us for Miss Biz Connects. Miss Biz Connects is a weekly one hour Zoom call on Fridays at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is one hour each week dedicated to you. We want to meet you and put our brains together to help you grow personally, professionally, and spiritually. To access the meeting link, visit us on our social media pages at Miss Biz Podcast or send us an email to MissBizPod at gmail.com. Join us this Friday and let's grow the Miss Biz Nation. Lady bosses, are you working even after putting the kids to bed but still not getting results? Are you tired of spending money on ads that aren't getting engagement? Do you feel burdened that you aren't fulfilling your purpose in life because you are so consumed with work? I'm your host, Brooke Boltz. I'm an attorney and founder of Boltz Legal. I started my business and in one year was bringing in seven figures and am now bringing in multi-seven figures. And I'm your co-host, Rachel Boltz, owner of Boltz Media. I've helped many businesses build their online presence and increase their revenue through digital marketing. Want to hear how we did it? We are here to help you achieve your goals personally, professionally, and spiritually. So kick off your high heels. Sit back and let's ignite that passion. We're Miss Biz, where we're putting the Miss in Biz. Let's get biz done. At Bolts Legal, my ideal legal assistant candidate is between 22 to 25 years old, just graduated college with a degree in something like communications, has a GPA between 3.2 and 3.5, and is currently working at a coffee shop. This is my ideal avatar for a legal assistant for a number of reasons. First, I hire character over experience. Prior to starting my own law firm, I worked my way up the ranks and became partner at a large law firm, and I had the pleasure and opportunity to be a part of the hiring process for a number of attorneys and also to work directly with a number of legal assistants and paralegals. And the focus of the hiring process at that law firm was to hire experience. Um, Someone without experience probably would not even so much as get an interview there. But what I saw happen sometimes is that when people are hired based on experience, They come with the good and bad habits that they've acquired over the years. And they also come with a a personality sometimes that they know how to do it better or they did it differently where they're from and this is the way they've always done it. So 
what I found is sometimes you end up paying them a higher wage because of that experience, but what you actually end up receiving in value from that employee doesn't always line up with how much you're paying them. So I created a different hiring philosophy, which is to hire character over experience. The people that I hire, as I mentioned, rarely have ever worked in a law firm. Um, this is often their first professional job after college. And for that reason, they often see it as a great opportunity. So they come with a coachable attitude. They come with a can do, I want to succeed attitude. And that sets them off with a great starting position in the firm to grow and to learn over time. I also hire them at an entry level wage so that there's plenty of opportunity for them to advance over the time that they stay. And I start bumping them up as soon as they are trained and start to show value to the firm. But because I start them on the lower end of the spectrum, if they don't work out, it doesn't put me in a position where I'm overpaying someone for the value they bring. So Rachel, you have a different type of business, a digital marketing business, and I know that you must be looking for different criteria when you're interviewing um, independent contractors to work on your projects. So what are some of the important things that you look for? So I look for college experience because I have found that, especially in terms of specific tests that they will be required to do, whether it's graphic arts or copywriting, having some sort of experience or degree in that field is going to be extremely helpful in adding a creative advantage for that position. Um, I also look for someone who has a degree in communication, a, a degree in writing, a degree in graphic arts, because when they come in with those skills already, um, like I said before, it's going to benefit our, our company as well. Um, I agree with Brooke in a lot of respects that sometimes hiring character over experience is hands down most important. I think it really is relevant to the job um, because with, with Bolts Media, having a degree, having a... <laughs> having some experience in in a specific role might actually be helpful because they're familiar with using Canva or they're familiar with Photoshop or they're familiar with certain things that are needed to perform the job well. Um, but also, I agree with Brooke in, you know, sometimes training them without any experience is beneficial because you don't have to uh, break any bad habits that they might have, and you can really train them and mold them into the type of employee that you want them to be. So I just want to clarify, when I say a college degree with something like communications, it's not because I think that communications is a degree that suits them for working in a law firm. It's more because those type of degrees 
um, don't lend themselves to a lot of opportunity after college. So, you know, things like political science that I majored in that turned out to be pretty worthless. Um, communications, you know, some of these degrees, liberal arts type of degrees that are sound great on paper, but don't really equate to a specific career trajectory after graduation. I find that those students are the ones who are looking for the best opportunity that they can find and just want to get their roots in somewhere and start building a career. Um, so, so as opposed to someone with a degree in engineering, clearly that's not gonna be um, someone who's gonna be satisfied working in a law firm. They, they have different aspirations. So another uh, factor that I look for, I, I talked about the GPA being between a 3.2 and 3.5. Um, you know, that that is not, you know, precise, but it's it's general a general rule because if someone has a GPA too much lower than a 3.2, then I'm going to have questions about whether they have the organizational skills and time management skills to keep up with the volume of tasks that they're going to have to to do in this position. So if they are able to maintain a good grade point average, then that gives me the confidence that they have the intellectual skill to be able to do the job well, but also that they can keep track of all their different coursework and all their different assignments and, and things and have the work ethic and discipline. If they can do that in school, then they could could do that in the job. Uh, if their GPA is too high, though, if they're the, in the 3.9, 4.0 category, I generally expect that that's a person who's probably looking to go on to even further education with a master's or a doctorate degree or go to law school. And those type of students are usually not the ideal candidate for me because this is a job for them that's going to be likely just a time filler until that higher education starts. Um, it would be a very unique circumstance where someone would be able to be a full-time student and also be fully committed to a full-time job like Bolts Legal requires. So I, I generally look for people who are finished with their schooling and ready to start a career as their number one priority. So when you're uh, when you get an applicant for Bolts Media, um, are there any questions you ask of them or tasks that you ask of them to assess their skill level? Yes, so one of the main things that I do aside from the certain questions that I ask them um, and then the interview, but a huge part of the interview involves them actually having to perform a task. So I will create like a fictitious situation where um, if it's like, let's say I'm hiring a blog writer, I will give them a specific scenario and ask them to write me a 250 word blog on macular degeneration affecting individuals who are under 80 and then I will review their work and see how it panned out or if they do graphic arts you know I will tell them to you know create uh, 
uh, uh, creative um, that's you know selling a specific service or product and then I will evaluate their work I will give them a deadline because in my industry timelines are extremely important um, we have to stay on top of it because there's always work coming in so I'll give them you know like let's say 24 to 48 hours to complete a specific task and if they get it to me before that time period that I have given them that shows me that they are going to be able to adhere to strict timelines which is something that's really important to me because one thing that we're known for is for our speed and efficiency. September 30th is International Podcast Day. As a way to celebrate, we are launching a giveaway where one lucky winner will receive a $500 gift card. To play, you must listen for the super secret keyword found in every episode leading up to September 30th. Send your answer to missbizpod at gmail.com and you will be entered to win. You can also earn more entries by liking our posts, following our pages on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, or by sharing our content on your page using the hashtag MissBizPodcast. Each like and follow is one additional entry. The person with the most entries wins. Let's celebrate International Podcast Day and let's get biz done. You can't handle the truth. Today's keyword is Bolt's Legal. I like that in in a corollary to the law firm environment, we train them on everything that they need to know in this position, but they need to be competent at the computer, particularly good at typing. So I will give a typing test to applicants and it can be done very easily through different platforms where they, um, they administer the tests just through the website. So I will um, I will give those typing tests so that I can make sure that they're quick enough. You know, if they're if they're a, a henpecker typist, that's probably not going to be a good candidate because we, we just we're on the computers typing all the time and have to be quick at it to move from task to task. So when you're looking at a resume, for example, what type of things? stick out to you as being uh, either deal breakers or or things you look for so i particularly look for gaps in employment um so when they send their resume they have everywhere they've worked um generally ever in their life usually they're like five pages long um, but i will look through them to see how the dates line up are there any big gaps uh, in employment and if so then during the interview I will ask them about it or sometimes they won't because of those gaps they won't make it to the actual interview process but if if it's someone that I'm considering then I will ask them in the interview okay well you know why were you unemployed from June 1st to you know September 2nd you know and then see what they have to say because there may be a good explanation as to why or it may be a pattern so someone that is not a rock star for me is someone who is a job hopper um, because what I'm looking for is I'm looking for someone who wants to grow 
with me, um, not somebody who's ready to move on to the next thing. So in terms of stability um, and looking for dependability as well, I always check to make sure um, how are the dates matching up and is this going to be a good fit for me? So first, the first step is evaluating when it's time to hire someone new. And a critical factor that I have learned to tell me it's time to hire another employee is when my superstar employees start to make mistakes that are uncharacteristic. Um, when I see that happen, it's usually because they have too much and they're overwhelmed. And that's when I know, okay, it's time to bring on someone else to help them. Um, then to start the process, the two platforms that I use and like are Indeed and LinkedIn. Both of them have the capability of, of putting out an ad to a good um, base of people for to receive a number of applications. When I first started hiring um, employees, I would use Indeed exclusively, and I would just do the free option, and I would get a ton of applicants but over the course of time I I started doing very similar ads and was getting no applicants or next to no applicants and I realized it's because they're wanting me to pay for the upgraded version so um, I had to eventually start doing that um, paying paying for the ad on indeed and LinkedIn um, to get the number of applicants that I'm looking for. And so I started doing that and, and have been had have had good success with both of those platforms. What I like about both of them is that you can number one send things like a typing test to them through the platforms that they can do and the results are given to you automatically. And you can also build in um, customized questions. So for example, uh, because I like to hire inexperienced people who are entry level, they generally start at an entry level salary. And I you know, like them to live within a certain distance from the office. It, to me, it wouldn't make sense for someone to be traveling a one hour commute one way for an entry level position. So I'm generally looking for people who live within a pretty close distance to the office. So I can customize a question. Are you comfortable with the commute to Oviedo? Um, I can customize a question. Are you comfortable with the salary range? You know, certain questions that I can customize with just yes and no answers. And then I generally will send them a direct message too. If there's someone who looks good on, you know, based on their resume, they've got the educational criteria, they live a close distance to the office, you know, if they meet those initial parameters, then I'll send them a direct message through Indeed or LinkedIn with a few follow-up questions. One of which is what are your salary requirements? Even though the ad is gonna have a salary range, and even though I may have a customized question to ask them if they're comfortable with the salary range, I have found some people um, still have expectations of a higher number. And so I don't wanna waste time on an interview with someone who I'm gonna love as a candidate, but is out of my price range. So I ask them that question directly through a direct message, what are your salary requirements? 
Then I look at how quickly they respond to those questions. Um, if they're responding within, say, a day, then then that's acceptable to me, and I keep I keep moving forward with the process. If they take longer than that, I usually am going to. I'm usually going to exclude them from the candidate list. Uh, I want people who are are responsive, and if they're applying for a job, they should expect that they might be getting some feedback from those applications and should be keeping an eye on their emails and, and being able to respond promptly. So uh, I've been very impressed with some people who respond almost instantaneously when I send them a question, and that really pushes them to the head of the, the list in in some ways um, just because of how quick they are to respond um, so by the time I get to the interview process I have now vetted them through all of the deal breakers and I know that they have all of the qualities and characteristics that I'm looking for um, I mentioned the coffee shop employee as my ideal candidate because as I mentioned earlier I'm looking for people who want to be here and oftentimes someone who's working in a coffee shop scenario is very motivated to to move into a professional office type environment so it's a big step up for them in their minds and a, a great opportunity and so in the interview process there's really only two things that I'm looking for at that point and I don't interview a lot of candidates ideally I'd interview only one and many times I do because interviewing is a time-consuming process when I first started out I was interviewing all kinds of people and it was just taking up hours and hours of time now I've got it down to a science where I ask all the questions up front through direct message and then I only interview the, the candidate or two that I am most interested in. Um, the interview process serves two purposes. It is number one to uh, learn their personality. Uh, it's not something that I can easily learn over direct messages or through a resume. Um, and I'm I'm making sure that they're a good fit for our, you know, the current makeup of our staff. And second, I'm gauging their interest level in the position. I always ask people as one of the last questions in the interview, on a scale of one to 10, how would you rate your interest in this position? If they rate it an eight or below, I generally not going to hire that person. I want someone who's a nine or 10, that this is something they are excited for. Something I've learned is that while I can train people to do the job, I can't train them to like it. And if they're not happy because this type of work is just not something that is fulfilling to them, then they're not going to, they're not going to last. And sometimes it's unavoidable that you, they just don't know it until they start doing it, that it's not something they like. But, you know, at least if they're excited about the job and this is somewhere they really want to be, um, then there's a better chance that this may be a good fit for them on the long term um, if they are at a 9 or 10 level. If someone tells me a 10 um, and, and sometimes they do, then that's gonna put them above a candidate who's in a nine in my mind because they are for sure they wanna be here. 
You don't wanna be whack. We will cut you some slack. We got you. You just wanna make a big stack. Ballin'. Listen to our biz hack. Stories are a short, customizable way to engage users through photos or videos in between scheduled posts on Facebook and Instagram. They last just 24 hours and appear at the top of a user's newsfeed. This makes them easy to notice and appealing to click on. On Instagram, you can add stickers to your story and it will notify your followers that you just posted a story with a specific sticker. So while some some interview candidates may want to sort of play the field and say, well, I've got other options, I want to you know go on a few other interviews. For me, that's not what I want to hear. Um, I want to hear in an, an interview that this is where you want to work, and if they have that motivation, I'm going to move them to the top of my list because that's what I want. I want someone who wants to be here as much as I want them here. So, Rachel, what are some other things that you look for or that are important to you in your hiring process? So I think for me, I like to kind of create a smaller selection for the interview process. So what I will typically do is I will have a list of qualifying questions that are on the actual application, and that'll help me effectively screen like who is going to be a good fit and who is not going to be a good fit and then a lot of times what I'll do from there um, in addition to like what you mentioned about messaging out and reaching out I will call them on the phone before I interview them and say hey do you have a couple minutes I want to talk to you and and just get some basic information from you because then even before the interview you can tell a lot of information um, and like you had mentioned before like there's not much that you can learn from somebody just from filling out an application or from you know sending a message so being able to like hear their tone of voice to um, actually even if you do like a zoom call you can like see their behavior see their excitement you know are they slouch like what does their body language look like what is their body language telling you because they can say yeah I want to work here a 10 out of 10 or they could say like yeah uh, I want to work here at 10 out of 10 you know and that you're going to be able to really see the difference by having them on the phone or seeing them on zoom and then a lot of times what I will do is to kind of narrow it down so I'm not interviewing every single person then I will go from that phone call to the next level where I'm actually interviewing them um, so that's kind of how I narrow down the selection process, um, and then I make the right hiring decision based upon that. So this method for me has worked really well. Um, I say this, that I would put my staff up against any law firm staff in the entire nation. Like they are incredible. And with, with the exception of maybe only one or two people, most of them came here with no legal experience. And so we train them to do things the way that we do them. Um, and they had they picked up on it and have just done an exceptional job. 
You know we're all about that case, about that case, no trouble. All about that case, about that case, no trouble. All about that case, about that case, no trouble. All about that case, about that case. At Bolts Legal, we are all about your case. Text or call to schedule a free consultation for all your legal needs. BoltsLegal.com. And, and so I really am a believer in character over experience, um, making sure their personality is a good fit. One other thing in looking at the personality, um, if, you, if you're not familiar with the DISC personality profile, it's D-I-S-C, are the four different personality profiles. That's something that I also have new hires uh, take the test. Uh, if you're familiar with what the characteristics are of each of those personality profiles, you can tell in the interview what personality they have. A D, for example, is is kind of a, a shark. It's someone who is motivated and ambitious and a leader. And that's a great personality in my firm for, say, a lawyer, but it's not always the best personality for um you know, a legal assistant because it, it's the kind of person that likes to be in charge and doesn't always like to take direction uh, as a, in, in some ways, I'm a D. <laughs> I'm a, I am as high a D as a human can be on the test of the personality profile. Um, and I don't, you know, I, I like to think that I have the good characteristics of the D, but, um, you know, someone like me because I'm a D is another D isn't always going to work well with me so if I can pick up on that strong personality in the interview they just they just might not be a good fit for this particular role even though they could probably do the job really well so familiarizing yourself with that type of uh, personality test the DISC and even giving the test to the the new hire once i have the test results i'll disseminate it to the other staff so that they know hey we hired someone new and this is what their personality is the disc and then they know how to best communicate and relate to that new hire as well and the new hire we have a chart that shows what everybody's personality profile was on on that spectrum so they can kind of know how to approach and communicate with the other personalities as well so we'll do another podcast talking more in detail about the disc personality profile but it's something you could look up in the meantime and and look into uh, because it is a, a useful hiring tool and making Making sure you hire the right personality for the specific role you're looking for. So hope this has been helpful. Um, hiring the right staff is critical to the growth of your business. And so I look forward to hearing any thoughts or other ideas that you have um, as you work through this process. We appreciate you and are honored to be on this journey with you. We can't wait to help you, to encourage you, and show you how to grow personally, professionally, and spiritually. If you found Miss Biz helpful, please leave a review and share with others. You can follow us on social media at Miss Biz Podcast. For legal questions or services, please visit boltslegal.com. And for digital marketing needs, please visit boltsmedia.com. Let's get biz done.